Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, and welcome everybody to the FNPR podcast. I'm your host, Marcus, and with me are my co-hosts, Courtney and Sebastian. If you would like to show your support, go to our Facebook and Instagram page at FNPR podcast and the streaming platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Deezer, and the Podcast Addict at FNPR podcast. Just some regular ass people with some abnormal things to say. So thank you for your support and enjoy. Well, it's already going. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, this yeah. is episode three. Uh, man, this one's going to be a good one, I think. Um, yeah, man. So we're going to, you know, we're going to, you know, take a backseat as far as the intensity of our last two episodes. You know, they're very touchy subjects. So, yeah, this one's going to be a good one. It's, uh, we're going to kind of go into our military background, our experiences and shit like that. Maybe just go somewhere else. I mean, there's no structure to this one. I mean, we're going to kind of experiment and see how, how this shit goes. So to lead it off, uh, we're going to have Courtney, um, since she is, what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> I like, that was me, man. I'm sorry. It's like I'll, a static. My mouth is getting dry. Cause just to FYI for anyone listening, I'm pretty, pretty, pretty baked, baked right now. <laughs> I was trying to have fun with this it's one. So nice and toasty, but I was, my mouth is getting dry. So I was like, mm, you want some water, there. bro? I'm gonna go. I'll be since we're you know I'll do that later. I was gonna grab my Sunday, but I'll eat that after. Stay as a marvelous. So, anyways, back on track. Uh, we're gonna have Courtney uh, since she is a civilian, technically. Obviously, you know we're gonna try to get a point of view from her, and then <laughs> why are you laughing, bro? She is a civilian. Well, yeah, we all are, but you know, like since she's never had any experience with any sort of military. I, you know, I want to see kind of where she is and her point of view of everything. And then, you know, we're going to just kind of go in as far as, you know, just military, the experience, what we think of it now, what we thought of it when we were in the, were in the military, our mindsets. Uh, I know I think I repeated myself, but yeah. So without further ado, Courtney. Take the floor. Um, you know how you guys see like the shit in the movies where it's like all like clean and organized and and people are just yelling at you all the time and making you exercise and you're distracting me. I'm not distracting <laughs> Is it fine you. now? It's perfect. Okay. Um, it's, I just imagine talker. it as being like very schedule oriented and a lot of training exercises like guns and if you're in the Navy, like ships and shit. Um, hmm. I mean, that's really is very, to me, it'd be very structured and, in your uniform all the time and you gotta wake up early as fuck and make your bed and do everything in under 30 seconds i don't fucking know well you're not wrong no you're not wrong <laughs> not you're- by a long shot but the thing is primarily at least those specific things are what you see like in boot camp at least a majority of the time like you see it in everyday life after that like after boot camp when you're like you know active and doing whatever you're doing i mean during those years it's still like you still got to deal with that shit too, but just not as often, you know, it's a little, it's, but yeah. boot Chiller. camp is primarily the thing that like, yeah. is, yeah, you know. yeah. I think in the beginning, it's well, depending on what you do in the military, I guess. Yeah. Everything is depending on your job. So, I mean, depending on what branch you go in, you know, 
you either get to pick your job or they they basically give you your, your job like which is what during or after basic yeah you kind of got fucked over to be honest <laughs> with you but that's what they do man they just they want to hit numbers so they're gonna they're gonna get you in any means necessary they're gonna try to you know implore you to do this or you know persuade you that oh yeah this job's awesome i'm gonna be a fucking tanker yeah, man yeah, Blow up shit. you fucking hate it Recruiters are like the people that convince you to join a pyramid scheme. They're like, yeah, oh, that's exactly who they are. My fucking recruiter. So just oh, a he was up the worst. Courtney, I, um, when I was in the military, was a cook technically. I didn't oh, actually, okay. yeah, I, which sucks because I went. What I did is I went an open contract, whereas basically they just choose what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I did that. And my recruiter, especially because I was, I didn't want to be a fucking cook. And my recruiter yeah. was like, oh no, there's no military cooks anymore. And I was like, all right, cool. And he's just like, yeah, they're all just like you know contracted civilians or whatever. I was like, great. There aren't any, I don't like, I didn't think there'd ever be a chance, dude. And first mm-hmm. thing I find out like towards the end of boot camp or whatever, when they tell everybody their MOS is their jobs is just, uh, he said my name. He said, uh, whatever the fuck it was, was a food service specialist. And I was like, you're, you're fucking joking. <laughs> they make dude. your I job sound it. cool though. Like, <laughs> like you're yeah. to, to, to put it in a base, basic way. You were serving food. You were a cook, but there's like a food service serving combat specialist. specialist. <laughs> Super badass, awesome fucking <laughs> pancake egg. flipping assholes. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I do make a badass omelet. Yeah, I'm sweet at it. Right, because <laughs> you got that military experience. I got that military experience. <laughs> Thank you, Marines. Uh, like for mine, mine was much more of a calculated decision. Because okay, I'm gonna back it up a bit because. I know you, Sebastian, when you went to the military, you already had that decision made up in your head in high school. Yeah. Like I, me personally, I was like, man, this dude is crazy as fuck. Like I, <laughs> like, cause obviously we've been boys since forever, but I just remember you already just headstrong, ready to go in the military in high school. So you, you were already doing that. And I was just thinking to myself like, fuck, dude, there's no way I can do some shit like that. Like but my mindset was not that for sure. Well, honestly, to, to be honest, like I looked up to my grandpa a lot. Yeah. And uh he ended up passing away. But he he um he was a Marine. And there was just always this thought in my head. Like I had way bigger things that I wanted to pursue that I since I can remember, like shit like this and like I don't know, just bigger things like, you know, acting or just being a comedian and I'm not fucking good enough to be, I don't think. But you don't know. You know I've always had those kind of ideas in my head, but the one thing I always knew for sure that I was gonna do was be a, like a Marine. That's yeah. just always in the back of my head. Yeah, you know? I mean I think I know some countries, what is it? It's not China, is it? But it's some countries where they actually make you go to the military for like two years. Like it's mandatory for men. What? Really? You got to make sure your head isn't on your mind. (laughs) You're like, what? You're just like way too far back. (laughs) I didn't Um, know that No, but honestly, I think, yeah, your your decision was made up from the get-go. Mine wasn't. I, I had a experience like the real world after I graduated to understand like, wow, I don't know what the fuck I want to do with my life. So I guess I'm going to go to the military. And I did it when I was working at fucking FedEx, bro. I was like just moving packages and my buddy standing next to me because I sorted. And I was just one day had like an epiphany or some shit. I don't know what happened. Like my whole mindset changed. And I was like, hey, man, he's like, uh, so you're going to, he was asking me about some shit. I can't remember, but I was like, yo, bro, I'm going to go to the fucking military. He's like, no, you're not, dude. I was like, I swear to God I am. And he was just like, all right, bro, you serious? I was like, no, nah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go. Like I was dead set on it. And then told my family, they were completely blindsided because I wasn't that kid that was all in the military shit. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to go. So I ended up signing up and I didn't, I went to the reserves though. I wasn't planning on going to the reserves at first. I was planning on going active. 
That was my main my main goal. The reason why I didn't go active is because they were like I said earlier, dude, they were trying to fucking like manipulate me. You know, they were saying like, well, we only have like, you know, these field uh, they, um, what is it fucking called? Was, uh, there's a lot of field, man. No, <laughs> well, yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> I was, um, a field engineer or some shit. It wasn't even that. It was like, well, they, they let off the cannons or whatever. You should, I don't, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank right here. I'm, I'm fucking retarded. Well, anyways, it was just a lot of, you know, just stupid ass jobs that I would not learn at all. Like I wouldn't, couldn't take anywhere outside into the civilian life. My dad went with me though. My dad was in the army for eight years. So I decided to, you know, he came with me, he gave me advice and I talked to the fucking the recruiters. There was like three of them. They were on it though, dude. I tried to go to the air force. They were fucking playing, bro. They suck. And his name was Marcus too, which is, makes it worse. Cause, Cause your name's Marcus. Correct. And he was, it was one dude in the air force room and he was just like, he's just so nonchalant. I took my ASVAB practice and I scored high. Well, high for me, it was like a 63, which is pretty good. Uh, like for a practice test, but you know, he was like, oh, we'll, we'll call you back. And he never called me back. So I was like, fuck, I go to the army. And then they're super fast. Like, they're like, you want to go in? We'll get you signed up, dude. We got you. We got you know, a pair of your boots right here. <laughs> yeah. And your guns in the locker. <laughs> we can get it out for you as soon as you're ready. <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, uh, you know, it, it was a pretty simple process. But the, my reserve jobs are way more. I had so many more like options. Mm-hmm. And one of them was a support signal support system specialist, which was my job which was just dealing with radios. I was like the radio guy, basically. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, troubleshoot the radios or any comms equipment, any satellite equipment. Um, it sounds a lot cooler than it is, but <clears throat> like the, a lot of guys in my in, that had my job were a bunch of nerds, like straight nerds, but not all of them, but most of them were, you know, those type of guys. <laughs> That's kind of what they were. And... I didn't learn as much as I could have because I wasn't active and that's what sucks. Cause the reserves, you get the shitty equipment, you get the shitty fucking, you're there once a month, you, you know, you don't get to fucking, you know, learn your job as much as you should. But I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I want to know like more stories of your, like your basic. Well, like, I was oh, just about well, to ask you that. Actually, well, no, actually going back, we should ask Courtney. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, let's what ask. Her, I, Cause I know I had a shit ton of questions about boot camp and like this whole yeah. idea of what boot camp was similar to what Courtney Courtney's ideas were about the military in general about, but like with basic though, I had, I know I had a lot of questions, so I'm curious to know like right. what, what exactly are your like questions and ideas as far as like boot camp goes? Well, in the beginning, like the whole signing up part was different than what I thought it was. I didn't, I thought you chose to go like how you said you wanted to go to the air force at yeah. first and you wanted, you knew that you wanted to go to, um, whatever it was called. The Marine Corps. The Marines. The Marines. Yeah. So I did, I did, I thought that you would choose it and like, that was it. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's just a, a dip, like you would, if I mm. wanted to be in the air force, I would, I would just go to the air force. Yeah. This, uh, well, it, but you have yeah. to test into that, right? Like with certain, well, yeah, because in the air force you have to score a certain, you have to score in your ASVAB tests a certain amount to even qualify to get mm-hmm. in. Because I guess, you know, they're they're a lot more of a support type of branch. They're not really on the front lines or they don't really, you know, they have a couple special force units, units, but nothing crazy. See, the, the thing is, like, you can go in any branch you want. Yeah. At any time. Even, I could go in the, join the Army right now. Yeah. It all, it just depends on, because I think for each branch, the ASVAB score you, to, in order to get in is is higher. Yeah. Like, as like, I think the Army's is higher than Marine Corps. I think yeah. The, yeah. the Navy is higher as, 
higher than the armies, right. and then the Air Force I think the Air Force is the highest. So yeah. it just depends on if you can get in. Yeah, yeah, you, right. Well, you you necessarily can't get in. You're right, but there are certain things where they used to have it where you couldn't have tattoos on your arms mm-hmm. or oh, yeah, there's, below, there's below your elbows. They change those all the time though. But I know and they do like a huge background check too. Oh yeah, yeah. Drug tests, tests, obviously. You know, you got you can't have certain tattoos in certain locations. There's like a lot of things you yeah. got to pass a lot of shit. Like a, yeah. like a physical test, PT test. Um, obviously, you can't test positive for drugs or marijuana. Like medical conditions too. People yeah. like you know, like if you mess up your your knee when you're a kid, you or know, have asthma or right, like all that stuff is arthritis, shit like that. Yeah, asthma is definitely a big one. It just depends, and you have to qualify and meet those requirements. Now, it sounds a lot, but it's really not that much, and so it's not that bad. I did. I don't know if I've ever told you this or not, but I did have an interest in. Um, the military at one point interesting and i was gonna i wanted to go to the army and i i did talk to a recruiter but it was like over email like nothing like official or anything like yeah. that but i'm surprised that they didn't um, capitalize i was talking to jamie my friend jamie about it and she said that she wanted to go too because it was just I good remember, for her i remember she was saying that and, um was it the air force it would Navy? Just, yeah it would benefit her but she said you can't have any sort of record no and you know that all. as a minor i had yeah a, a record so what also I, plan- I stopped there right what did i stopped when i learned that the fuck so but yeah yeah it also depends though on the demand of bodies they need if yeah. they need if, if it's if there's i mean we haven't had a, a real war i mean we've been in war in a sense but we haven't had a real war since like you know early 2000s or yeah. storm so and in my opinion, I think our future wars are not going to be like they're going to be more soldiers tech. fighting on right. battlefields. I think I think they'll, they'll be more technical, right? Like so they're going to chemical warfare type stuff. Well, and, yeah. yeah. Well, you know what they said? If like if there was ever a World War Three, World War Four would be fought with like sticks and stones. Yeah, because <laughs> everything would be destroyed. Yeah, fucking nukes and shit, man. Yeah. They, got, they 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 said how many I don't know how many nukes we do have in the world, but I feel like there's more that they're not. Oh yeah, telling people for, sure. for other countries. I know America has the most, obviously, but dude, earlier I they might googled oh. nuclear bomb and then clicks clicked on shopping, see if I could buy one. <laughs> you probably get arrested by the CIA. <laughs> <laughs> you can't buy one. They probably trace your phone, bro. Yeah. They can fucking <laughs> access that shit. I did it. They haven't came so so far, so it's like if you. I heard like if someone says if you Google how to make a bomb. Like you're gonna have like you know there's gonna be probably, questions followed yeah like red flag type stuff yeah like you're gonna be flagged and stuff your background's gonna be checked and all Can't this be a terrorist you're right um going back to oh yeah her questions are, about the boot camp as well yeah so boot camp is like it, it it is what to me it is what you make of it um I went in at least for me I went in with a mindset that I know it's gonna suck so get that out of your head that you're not going to make it because it's mm-hmm. going to suck. Everybody can make it. All you got to do is put in the effort. I do have questions actually. Okay. Yeah. What's do your they, question? So, you know, there's like, um, those walls that they have you climb in, in the movies and stuff and those wires that they have you climb under mm-hmm. or crawl or whatever. Yeah. Is it that type of stuff? Only okay. certain, only a certain moment. Yeah. Cause we like, only did that. Like each month is like, is like, um, in segments almost like everything's yeah. scheduled. Exactly. And during certain weeks, um, is when you would do, you know, things right. like that. Like for yeah. me, I did it the first week. It was like literally the first week. It, it was, was it, it fun? 
Um, it was cool. It was like a team building exercise. It was fun, but it also sucked because we were super tired, you know, because we're not in shape. You know, we're, yeah. we're not in military shape, I would say, because they put you in that shape. I mean, the main thing with the military. Yeah, the by main, doing that stuff. Yeah, but it's not just those are more team building exercises. You do PT in the morning and maybe all actually all day because someone's going to fuck up. Once you fuck up, you're going to do PT, like <laughs> physical exercise, and you're going to be fucking hating that dude for a minute and then whatever. Because I got my platoon smoked is what they call it one time in basic. And that was, it was so, so, so fucking stupid. I mean, I remember it was like a, the first month and we were in winning our barracks from a long day of training. You know, I was out, we were outside all day in the heat of Georgia and during the summer. So that shit was, I mean, it drained you got in and the way our, our, uh, barracks was, it's like a whole, it was like an open bay. <clears throat> so they had like 50 to 60 uh, bunk beds on each side, like, you know, lined up perfectly. And we walk in and you weren't allowed in the middle. They call it the fire zone or fire line or something like that. I don't know. <clears throat> Anyways, we go in, have all my gear on and shit. So tired. I take off my gear and then I, I fucking lay on my back in front of my bunk bed. Every, and then a couple other, my guys and bunk mates laid in between the beds. So they couldn't be seen if someone were to come out. Well, my dumb ass obviously did lay out in front of my bed. I swear to God, it was literally like fucking two seconds, not even two seconds. <laughs> put my head down and then my, my drill sergeant walks in he's like oh hopkins you want to sleep all right you want to fucking sleep let's go get up everybody tell the fucking line i'm like oh fuck and this is like the first month and i'm like oh what i just do and we he, he you know just makes us do all these you know physical you know exercises and shit and and he's like hopkins what the fuck are you doing i'm like I was like, well, I'm doing some drill sergeant. I can't remember. He's like, get the fuck up and watch what you did. This is, this is what, this is all your fault. I was like, oh man, I had to look at everybody. Everybody's like, come on Hopkins. What the fuck? <laughs> and I'm like, oh. I'm just sitting there like an idiot with my bald head. Just, just <laughs> they they made there. you watch <laughs> everybody else's. Just a mind game they play. And yeah. honestly, it was, you have short term memory because someone else is going to fuck up. Yeah. And I only fucked up once. And there was guys that fuck up multiple times. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, they were called a blanket party. <laughs> if you fucked up a lot which was guys would put like their locks in a pillowcase or like would, bars of soap. Our bars of soap. Fucking, um, oh, what's that? <clears throat> full metal jacket. Yeah. Full metal yeah, jacket. Yeah. They would put bars of soaps and shit in a pillowcase and beat the shit out of you in the middle of the night with it. <clears throat> that's if you fucked up a lot and, you know, fucked over your platoon. So, mm-hmm. but that's one of, that's probably one thing that I can name top, top of my head. Like where I kind of fucked everybody over. Do you have one Sebastian you would like to share? Not one where I fucked everyone else over, but just myself oh, really, really bad. Oh, oh, is it that one story? Like where they fucking lathered you yeah. up? Yeah. Tell me that. Tell that story right now. <laughs> okay. So I know this is a little off from what you asked, Courtney, but yeah, I'll just go ahead and tell us real quick. <clears throat> All right. So you know how in the beginning, like the clothes you're wearing, your civilian clothes, you need to like turn that shit in and like put it in a bag and then like give it to them or something. Yeah. So that, cause you're not supposed to see that shit until the very end, right? You guess right. when you get that back. So I did that. And I don't fucking know how this happened, how I made this mistake, but a pair of my pants, like the pants I was wearing when I got there, my civilian blue jeans were like in my bag with me, like with the <laughs> shit that I had like all throughout. Mm-hmm. I guess you too. Yeah. <clears throat> and it was in the bag, like dug way at the bottom. And I don't know what I did, but one of my kill hats like took my bag and dumped it. <clears throat> I think it was on the rifle range like that week or whatever. How long did you just randomly dump it? Yeah. He dumped my bag and he was like, oh, what the fuck is this? <laughs> no, I, do when I, I was like. I was like shitting my pants. <laughs> I was so scared. And then oh everybody else went right to go like 
what's that like aim down sights to like when you're practicing form and shit yeah but it's oh, when you're like uh, aiming, like you're aiming at like the barrel can or yeah, whatever you're zeroing zeroing your weapon yeah, yeah. so we, that was we were doing that and everyone else left <laughs> sorry I'm like good. yeah clear your throat then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah everyone else left and I was like fuck and he kept me um <laughs> so because of the pants he made me put on those pants <laughs> all of my uniform pants like everything and the same oh. with all my undershirts all like oh not even like that all not of even, your clothes all, dude all my skivvies before under my even my pants dude, you're like all my shirts <laughs> everything and then before he even did that like i forgot to mention that you brought up earlier is he lathered me with like sun lotion or some shit so i couldn't like i couldn't sweat like i felt all the heat oh my god dude. under that and then he fucking started pt'ing me and then like had me lift up my, my little footlocker thing and like hold it up and shit and oh then hold it like god. parallel or Dude, that sounds Dude, it was horrible. bad. And then there was, I think it was the same time he was like, I ain't fucking stopping until I hear some noise or something. And he made me grab this little bowl of lint and throw it <laughs> at the ground, <laughs> knowing damn well. He's like, oh, let's fucking go again. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> and dude, I couldn't. I grabbed it. I was like, ah. Dude, the fucking the drill sergeants are so badass, bro. I don't give Yo, a fuck what anybody says. They're so badass. Like, they're fucking like genius. Those punishments yes. are they're so geni- hilarious. They're, yeah, they're so funny, too, because I remember um, we had to clean our weapons and shit. And this was the first time we started cleaning our weapons. So, you know, we were learning. Well, this fucking douchebag, this guy in my my uh, platoon, he went to like two platoons because he had a problem with one guy. So he got moved. So he had always problems with somebody. Well, anyways, he's cleaning his weapon. We're all cleaning our weapons. We just got done with the range and everything. And he's literally the first one done. And he's done so fast. And we're looking at him like, what the fuck, dude? And I looked at his weapon because I was like curious. And it looked clean to me. And I was like, oh, it looks pretty clean. So he goes up to the drill sergeant. <laughs> and uh, the drill sergeant now he doesn't even look at it. He just he takes it like you know how you can take it apart and split it. Well, he looks at it. He's like, he's like this ain't fucking clean. He literally threw it across the bay here. It's like bam, like just threw his whole rifle in the bay, like just fucking concrete floors and shit. And it was just funny. It's just funny just thinking about how the mind games they play with you. I mean, there was I'm trying to think of just so many stories that they would do to us. I remember, bro. Sorry, go ahead. I'll just tell one more, one one more quick one. Remember in the middle of the night, because you would have to pull fire guard, right? Well, one guy fell asleep, and you know, that's the worst thing you can do. Well, he got caught, but it wasn't our drill sergeant. Like it was a third platoon's drill sergeants, and they are at they're the fucking hard asses out of all the four platoons. Well, anyways, I hear this loud ass fucking noise in like 1 30 in the morning, and the lights flick on. He's like, everybody wake the fuck up. And he's like going by the, be- the, 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 the bunk beds and like hitting them and shit. And I'm looking like, oh shit, what's going on? Like I'm all fucked up. Well, he's like, get the fuck up. And he hits my bed and I'm like, oh fuck, we're fucked. And literally I would go to the, we told the line and we were doing fo- like PT for like good 30 minutes to an hour. I don't, I don't know how long it was, but by the end of it, we were all sweaty and shit. Like everybody was sweating their asses off. And he's like, if I hear anybody in the fucking showers, we're going to do all this shit again. And I was like, oh man, that's some <laughs> oh, fucked up man. shit. I had to sw- like sleep my sweaty ass asshole. <laughs> Your sweaty ass asshole. My sweaty ass asshole. Was sweaty. So just shit like that. But, you know, they fuck around a lot, but they're also like very knowledgeable people, you know, and they teach oh, you a yeah. lot of shit and they, they, ba- they basically build you up. Well, they tear you down to build you up in their way. That's definitely at 100%. That's exactly yeah. what it is. And I yeah, know. Go ahead. Sorry. No. Yeah. They, like you said, they just, they crown it. They kind of just create a new you in a sense. Like you, mm-hmm. I was so different for the longest time after boot camp. Yeah. Oh, I, I can definitely tell a difference in you for sure. Um, I mean, it's hard to break a lot of those habits that you create in boot camp, like perfection yeah. and almost in every mm-hmm. sense of the word, you know? It's yeah. If you want to do something, you do it right. You know, and that's, 
I, I, I would say I've probably learned some of that. I mean, it was only for a short period of time for me because <clears throat> after you graduate basic, you know, you get through it all. And at first it's going to suck. And then near the end, you know, the drill sergeants are actually cool. You build some sort of like bond with them, you know, more than others. And you finally graduate. And at least for me, um, you go to your AIT, which is your schooling for your job. So for me, my job was a signal support system specialist. So you had to learn a lot of shit, like a lot of hardware equipment, uh, understand how it works, a lot of uh, programming and systems and, and, and how they work as well. My job is to flip pancakes. <laughs> no, flip omelets, baby. All right. I do think it's cool that you guys had jobs because I didn't, I didn't know that that was a part of well, that. Well, you're probably thinking of infantry where they're just grunts and they have weapons and they go on the front lines and they're doing all these training, training, training. Yeah. That is infantry. That's how I imagine it. Yeah. yeah that, well, everyone's trained for that yeah, job. Yeah. You know, because at the end of the day, that's what you're, that's what you're, yeah. that's what you're that's supposed what you to do. You're a soldier and you're a Marine at the end of the right. day, you know, but like everyone has their own job right and they're all like nine to five jobs you know once yeah. you get Basically. to your base you yeah know? sorry yeah absolutely. no no you're good dude and and you you learn like my ait it was way worse than basic i fucking hated my ait it was so bad it was 22 23 weeks long double and like double and a half of what my basic was and i just hated it i did scheduling i had the night shift classes and you know the the team sergeants that we had that ran us i mean they were they were just, they just did extra shit more than other companies did. And also the company, the, the fucking uh, base I was, was had the highest rate of STDs. Like of any military base. It was fucking That's insane. Awesome. I heard that shit. I was like, what the fuck? I don't want to touch nobody here. Don't even give me a hug. <laughs> Wait. What? Wonder Woman is in theaters right now? Dude, that is so old. You, no, well, you're Wonder either. Woman 84. I just got this from Dairy Queen today. Says, That's the new, new one. Wonder Woman only in, it's only in theater, so it hasn't came out yet. Then why is that out though? When like you can't even go see a movie right now, dude. These cups are old. No, I just got that today, bro. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying that they've had these cups for a long time. That's what uh, I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Anyways, you're high. <laughs> um, yeah. So basic is hard. AIT. It, it is what you make of it too. I mean, I, I had one thing that I can always guarantee: if you go to the military, you will have one of the closest bonds with people you like you will ever have in your life. I mean, you will build these bonds with people that you'll take with the rest of your life, you know, because it's like, a com- you know, you build camaraderie with them. You, you you go through all the shit with them. And yeah, during the time it sucks. But when I look back at it, I'm I'm actually glad that I did everything. I don't regret anything, any of it, like at all, you know, so that stuff like you have your friends that your boys that, and that you'll never forget, you know, and same with me. You know, I, I actually keep in contact with somewhat with some of them, you know, every now and again. And we, you know, just, you know, say, kind of ask how each each how each other's doing and shit. And, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's like a bond, you know, you don't build that with anybody else and you don't see that in civilian life, you know, maybe if you play sports, but it's not the same, mm. you know, right. It's not the same. So how was your, um, Okay, so let's let's go let's fast forward a bit. Okay. So we got we got our basic, got all your certifications, you're all good. You went to Japan for three years. Two. I thought it was three. Two. Okay, well, two, three, it's all the same. You went to Japan for two years, all right? You're away from home, you know, you're in a new environment, new culture. How was that like for you? Were you a cook over there? Yeah. Were you, you were from flipping pancakes in, in Japan. Japan. Dude, no uh, one can the, not a lot of people can say that. That's true. Uh, that's true. <laughs> well, I was flipping pancakes like on a military base in Japan, but still. So if you're like at a random fucking <laughs> All right, here you go. And I gotta like all the people I work with are all Japanese, like, oh, what are you? <laughs> like fuck. <laughs> it was honestly like, okay, so just to clarify, I 
realistically only actually cooked like in a kitchen in a kitchen mm-hmm. for like the first six months of my military <clears throat> career. Okay. After that, I got involved in this thing called ASF. This is when I got OC sprayed and did all that training shit. Yeah, going and on I that, was dude. like, okay, yeah, definitely. So that was fucking cool because the training was cool. I got OC sprayed, which fucking sucked. It's like pepper spray essentially. Okay. And it that was, dude, fucking like one of the worst experiences of my life. <laughs> but the job itself, ASF was fucking chill, dude. Really, all it was was like on base security. But really, all I fucking did was like walk around base and police yeah. call. Yeah. Which is like cleaning up. Right. <clears throat> but I mean, sometimes we actually did do some security work. We'd like be the guys at the gates checking the IDs and yeah. shit. <clears throat> so, I mean, yeah, that was cool. I got um, a question. Yeah. Uh, enough of your like your job. I want to know. I'm just saying it's not very that that interesting. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, what I want to know is being in a new environment in Japan, you're with your boys, your homies and your in your your unit. You build a bond. All right. What is a nightlife like? Dude, fucking incredible. Dude. <laughs> Off the chain. So before I go into like the nightlife and partying and all that, which is a pretty huge element in Okinawa, Japan, is um, I got to experience a lot of really cool stuff. In Japan, like I did some 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 mountain climbing. I got to yeah. see some amazing. Like I did zip lining, That's scuba awesome. diving. That was fucking awesome because the water there is ridiculously clear. Yeah, and just a lot of sightseeing. There's a lot of cool things in Japan. Everything is just so like artsy and fresh and different. Right. Just it's and just nothing compared. To nothing. The like the States. people are nicer. You can go. There's like vending machines with like cigarettes just along the streets. It's yeah. everything there is just so different and pure and like f and pure. F and pure, bro. So you were able to like, was there a base and then? you were able to like go to the city or whatever or yes yeah okay and it, i mean don't get me wrong there is a curfew yeah which, yeah. which is you know you're supposed to be back on the base that you at a certain time at a certain time yeah yeah you know that is because like my mom she was born in okinawa japan mm-hmm. because my father my grandfather retired from the military and he was you know stationed there so if you're born in another country on a military base as a u.s citizen you are still born on u.s soil so you have that you still have that citizenship you know um yeah. So, I mean, for me, I, and we're going to go back to you and your, your, your nightlife for sure. Um, just a difference. A lot of people ask me like, what are the reserves? Like, what is that? And the best thing I can tell you is it's just a part-time, part-time job that you go to one, one time, one week in a month and you just do army shit. I mean, that's really the best way I can explain it because there's really not, we've, I mean, me personally, I got to my unit, which was in Columbus, Ohio, and it was an airborne unit. It was an airborne reserve unit. So I would say 75% of them were qualified airborne, you know, jumping out of airplanes and shit. And he didn't this. I didn't sign up to be fucking an airborne, by the way. Like I didn't want to do that shit. They just put me in a fucking airborne unit. And they're like, so when are you doing airborne, man? I was like, uh, I don't know. Whenever I guess like I wasn't one to jump out of planes. Like that wasn't what I wanted to do, but right. It was like, if you didn't want to do it, they're like, why don't you, you want to be a badass? Like, that's literally the shit that they would say. I'm like, dude, like, what, you want to be cool? Yeah, that's literally what it is, man. Like, Airborne's like, it, it is cool. Don't get me wrong. And it's fucking awesome. But <laughs> it's, there's no purpose of it anymore. Like, we don't need to do that. And the, the, the leadership that I asked, my sergeants and stuff that were Airborne, I even asked them, like, should I even do it? They're like, dude, don't fucking do it. You're going to, your knees are going to get fucked up. You're going to jump all the fucking time. Like your first five to 10 jumps will be awesome. But after that, you're going to hate it. It takes up all your day and you only get paid like 50 extra dollars on your paycheck for it, which is not even worth it. And they, they had always the injury problems. Like one of my sergeants tore his ACL because he had knee problems. So it's just, 
What did you jump out of? Like AC one thirty or you know these big ass military built planes. So you really did jump out of planes? I didn't. No. Oh okay. I so that's what he. I could have done that, you, yeah. but I tried one time. I I, I said fuck it. I'm going to go to airborne schools. Three weeks longs in Fort Fort Benning where I t- had my basic, and I signed up. And they're like, all right, well you just got to take airborne t- uh, airborne physical and you should be good. I was like, okay. So I take my airborne physical. Like probably a month before I'm supposed to go, they're like, um, unfortunately, we had to fill your slot with someone else. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, because, okay, one thing is the reserves, they're fucking broke half the time or they're just throwing money somewhere else because all the money goes to active military mostly because we have shitty equipment. We don't fucking get, we don't have the, our, our training is subpar at best. Um, <laughs> now, I've had some amazing fucking training. Right. I mean, the best training like I can describe um, and that was based off of my company. Um, and that was what they wanted to do. It wasn't a battalion thing. A battalion is like a, like your whole like unit. Then it goes to like your well, a brigade and then battalion and your platoons and then your companies. So it's like, you know, a, a pyramid in a sense, but yeah, so didn't do it. And I was supposed to, I actually signed up for it twice and I, my slots got filled both times. So at that point I said, fuck it. Um, but yeah, I would, I mean, dude, I would, I mean, <laughs> I just remember I would, I would have to be there early as fuck, like four or five in the morning, um, on like a Saturday morning or Friday morning. And I would still go out and fucking like party and shit. <laughs> like I, no matter what, I didn't give a fuck. All my friends would always hit me up like, Hey Marcus, you coming out tonight? We got, we got, we, we going to the club. Oh, we got, we got bottles, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. And I was like, I have drill. But they're like, God, oh, you're good, bro. We won't stay late. And we would be fucking out till three in the morning, like every fucking time. I mean, there were times where I got an hour of sleep, times where I got no sleep. And that was when I had like more energy. I was mm-hmm. 21, 22. So like, it didn't mean, it wasn't that, I was just tired. I wasn't fucked up. If I drink now, I'm fucked up all day in the next day. Like I have a bad mm-hmm. hangover. I don't feel good. That's right. another reason why I don't drink as much. Plus I overly drank when I was that age anyways for like five straight years. So yeah, I mean, reserves life is different. You know, a lot of reserve units, um, a lot of, I was in a reserve unit that had a lot of like upper ranked officials and officers and sergeants. So there were much older people, but there were a select few few guys around my age. And, you know, we just went out and just fucking got fucked up. They all did. Everybody did. It wasn't just like a, a small group thing. But speaking of nightlife, I want to turn to you, Sebastian, where you can go into detail because I want to know. I want to know what, what everyone wants to know is what a soapy is. <laughs> oh man. Uh, oh, yeah. This might be inappropriate folks, but this is yeah. why it's explicit. This, is, this part is I'm going to get pretty vivid with this. I'm, I'm not holding back at all. Uh, tell back Courtney all. what a soapy is. Well, whoever is listening. Courtney, are you sure you, are you sure you want me to, I think I'm going to throw up. <laughs> you might, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah, Don't get me wrong. I'm I not necessarily, know. I'm not necessarily particularly proud of this. But at the time, it was the best thing ever. So yeah, as a young man, for sure. A soapy is just like it's like a legal prostitution. It's oh. like the red light district. Yeah, but you got to listen in detail of what the so shit they do. This wasn't like I'm not talking about like prostitution thing where you like you see a chick on the side of the street and then she's like, here, let's go in here. It's not how it works. So mm-hmm. it's basically like it's even more private than like the place in Amsterdam where like they got the ladies in the windows and shit like showing off like <laughs> yeah, like, right, hey, right. come cool. in here. Touch these tits. You don't even see them, like, at first. You just see some guy at a building, like, standing outside, like, where the taxis are. Um, and you go up, you pull up, and he's just like, oh, come in, come on, come in. 
And then Give me your money. Usually you don't pick who you're gonna be with, but he just asked mm. like um like how long you just pay for how long, right? Yeah. So what was an hour? Dude, I don't remember. Dude. What about 30 minutes? I don't know. How much did you spend? I didn't I never cared. I know. I was just like, oh yeah, right here. I got it. <laughs> how much I don't even finish. I just, here's the, uh, the amount that I have in my wallet. Just take it. Just yeah. that's that. <laughs> Not really, but like you know, you I know what it. I mean. I get it. <laughs> I was fucking like 20 years old and I just I was like, oh, of course I'm gonna go every chance I got, at least in the beginning. But anyway. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so Okay, and then you're just in this like little private room. It's got like cute like little Japanese music playing. You're like just watching TV, waiting for them to like like your lady to come get you, and she'll come in, pretty much just take your hand. It's always like super polite. And you know your mom and dad's gonna listen to. Oh uh, right? yeah. By the way, before I continue, mom and dad, if you want to listen, I don't fuck whatever. <laughs> you can skip. <laughs> like skip like the next ten minutes or something. I don't know. Probably not that long, but anyway. Yeah, and so they, she walks up into like this little like room. It's like almost like a hotel joint. It feels like in a sense. Mm-hmm. And in the room, you walk in. There's like a little bed, and then there's almost like a shower area. But like the whole second half of the room is just like a shower. Looks like on the inside. And there's like and there's like a tub. Yeah. And then like a blow up mattress. Oh okay. God. And then like a little stool. So you sit down. She brings you in. You get undressed. She sits you down on the stool. And while you're getting undressed, so is she. She sits you down on this stool. <laughs> but she was like undressed. Basically, yeah. Right. Like There's no just, communication. They tell you what to do. Dude, however the fuck, that sounds like, yeah. that sounds really racist, but that's like, well, that's sound, how they whatever. sound, you know? <clears throat> anyway, so yeah, you guys get undressed. And then, then no. <laughs> I'm getting excited thinking about it. That's good. <clears throat> oh, that's okay, good. so they sit, she sits you on the stool and she'll like start spraying it with like this little like shower head thing. That's like, oh, she like washes you off, like washes right. you, has soap, like a little soap bucket and washes you off, scrubs you so up. That's like why they call them soapies. Yeah, that's yeah. why. And then okay. I'm going to keep going. You going to give me a soapy? <laughs> Let's get soapy with it tonight, girl. But anyways, yeah. And then she puts you in the bath and then she climbs in like leg first, like, and kind of lifts you up and starts fucking blowing you in the bathtub. <laughs> For however long until she's like, okay, and then you get Next. in the fucking, well, no, and then she puts you in the blow up bed and she's got like this huge bucket of like this warm, like lube shit. I can't, I don't know how to describe it. Like, it's like thick. It's like syrupy, but like lube, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lathers you, dude. Lathers your whole body, like with her body, like she's sliding up and down your back because you're laying on your stomach on the blow up mattress and she's just, dude, like lubing you. <laughs> you're like a jellyfish. And then you, she just like. You put the condom on, and then you start going at it, and then that's that, man. And then it's just like so, like kosher. After you're just like, that was nice, thank you. And she's like, yeah. Does she wash you off afterwards? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she takes care of you. It's fucking nice, man. Sometimes, depending on how much time you have after, she'll like give you a massage. It's it's pretty nice, man. Especially for a twenty year old kid with nothing else <laughs> yeah. better to do yeah. in Okinawa, Japan. Right, it's for fucking sure. dope. Yeah, man, that sounds very pretty unique. Cool. It was almost like a rite of passage, to be honest. Do yeah. They, do they have those for girls? I have to I ask for the women. I do not know. No, it, it, you got to think though. It's not hard for women to get men. You know? No, but it is hard to get a back rub and and have them all take care of you and right. stuff like that. Yeah, true, true. Like, yeah, that's pretty cool. But I think it's cool that she like she's she like bosses you around. She's like, here, sit on this thing. Let me wash you off and get in this bathtub. Well, like she like. Well, don't get me way. wrong. It's more of like a suggestion, like oh. how nice she presents the idea yeah. to you. She's like, okay, get dressed or undressed or yeah, come sit on this stool. 
She doesn't sound like an 80 year old lady, like old woman, but like, you get what yeah. I mean. She's come sit on this stool. <laughs> She's like super old. I'm like, fuck, I don't want this. I don't want this. Can I get my money back? I think I'm going to head on out of here. Actually, you know She's what? She's like, sit here. <laughs> now get in this bathtub and let me watch y'all. Yeah, what if she got in the bathtub with you fell asleep? Like, <laughs> it, it is funny that they wash you you're first so that they're not, you're not like dirty. Right. Right. You know, that's actually like, smart. Got all your day sweat yeah. on you. It yeah. is. Some smart. days, if I like didn't feel like showering at home, I would just go there, let them wash me, and then bounce. <laughs> Wouldn't even have sex with me. Really? No. Hey, fucking two hundred dollars for a bath. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was very, very intriguing. You know, about, cool. Now I know what a soapy is. Right? That's yeah. That. You know, maybe if we go to Japan, we can ask for where the soapies are. And you can, <laughs> Dude, you get any honcho? You get any honcho out there? Which is another like it's the word for taxi. You get anyone out there? Just, just say soapy. They'll be like, oh. They know exactly where to go. Oh, man. Some of them, I'll be like, yeah, can I want to go get to the ramen house? They'd be like, no soapy? Like, they don't have, like, I think they, like, get paid by them. I think Probably. they're, like, connected, Probably, you know? Yeah. No soapy? No? No, not tonight? Sure you don't want to get that- a quick dick suck before you go get some <laughs> yeah. ramen? You want a quick nut, bro? Is, is that, like, legal there? Like they? Yeah, it's 100% oh, legal. Yeah. I mean, if, okay, don't get me wrong. If I shouldn't have been doing it, because I was in the military. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, that's off limits. Yeah. An off limit area there. But how dude, the fuck everybody fucking did it, dude. Yeah, how the fuck are they going to know? Like. Like you said, it's a rite of passage. and Which is crazy that I didn't think that you guys would have that much freedom. Like, oh, no. You'd you be know, surprised. So, yeah, I am surprised. Um, <laughs> so many people got in trouble. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't. I mean, shit, I would get like two hour lunches, like, you know, when I'm at drill and stuff. So, yeah. It, and honestly, you know, depends on your unit, you know, your job and, and, and so forth. But you will have t- moments in time that you do go to the field. At least for the the army, like we'll, you have your okay. Say you're active military because I know the life of an active military army soldier. So you go to your unit. You, you know, say my job is from seven to like four in the afternoon. All right. Well, after four, I get off. I'm done. Like I go back to my barracks or where my house is, and you only get housing if if you're married. Or you're at a certain rank, which is like E5, which would be a sergeant, mm-hmm. um, where you get public, you, you know, you get a house or a housing, um, they call it BAH, you know, if you're married, but even if you have rank, you get BAH and then you get provided a certain amount of money to live at a certain, you know, that in the neighborhood on base or off base, off post, wherever you prefer. But I don't know like exactly how that works, but yeah, it's kind of set up like that. So you just live like a normal life, yeah. you know, but there are moments in time where, you know, when you're in the army, you're set up where you have like your field exercises where you go to the field for like two weeks straight or a week straight and you're doing like a mock deployment. Like, what would you do? How you set up your equipment? And then they just, you know, just train. That's really what it is. Um, you never really like talked about Sebastian, like your training though. Like, did you guys do any specific training that you just remember to this day? What do you mean exactly? Like in boot camp or just like, no, like on your unit, at your unit. Like, did you do any like cool shit? There was one thing I did that was interesting, but at the same time kind of sucked. I did this thing where I actually is when I got to fly in a C-130 and that was fun. That is cool. dope. Yeah. But all I did, I was a part of some like training thing where we were not even like, <laughs> we were like protesters. It was like, we what were, it was almost like we were extras in a training operation for someone else. Okay. Like gotcha. what, how they would react to pro- protesters, which right. were us pretending to be at least how they would react. Like if we were protesting an embassy. Okay. And we were, I was all I was doing. And I did that for like a week. We would just go fucking make like little prop signs and like protest yeah, outside so, of this embassy. Yeah. You were like, it was like a staged event, you know, and yeah. stuff like, yeah. Cause we had something like that. That's um, wild. Yeah. Honestly. Cause well, like protests are right. That's a real thing, you know, in yeah. other countries too. Um, the most, 
the thing that sticks out to me the most as far as the training wise is what I've done that I'll like I'll never do in my life again. Um, well, I did fly in a Blackhawk too. That was, that was pretty fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but we went to um, Camp Atterbury in Indiana, and it was just our company, so it was like twenty five of us, and we were attached to a reserve Navy SEAL unit. Um, so they were basically your reserve Navy SEALs, but they're still like, that's what the, their job is. They train every day for that shit. They're just kind of home a lot more. Um, that's like the best knowledge I know of what that is. Well, we got to Camp Atterbury and we were attached to them. There were like five guys and these dudes knew everything. I mean, they are just very, very intelligent people. And they, what, what they did is they taught us like shooting tactics. They shot us, they, you know, they taught us how to breach in buildings and how to clear out a room. And we had these, um, we had our M4s, but we had uh, like paintballs, like, like, uh, like chalk rounds, what they call it. And you kind of load it up like a regular magazine. They have this, like the shell casings are the same size and everything. They're just, you know, paint. Um, so we would do like, you know, we would kind of play like, you know, terrorists versus Navy SEALs and shit. It was actually pretty dope, but actually we were planning for a mission the whole week. So like our commander, our officers, you know, they would be back at the barracks planning the missions, planning what they would do like in a real world situation. And they had other, another unit acting as op four, which would be the terrorists where we would have to infiltrate this, uh, this double, like two story building and um, gather information from them. So that was set up the whole week. And like the first two days they taught us how those tactics. And then we, we got into the mission stuff. Well, when the mission finally came, this shit was so legit. I felt like I was in call of duty. I swear to God, like I was, it was so dope. We had our night vision on and we, we, uh, we were moving out probably like midnight. So, you know, we go up and we get in our Humvees and I'm full geared out. I got my body armor on. I got my fucking, my weapon and all, you know, all that shit, everything. And we you know we we actually convoy out there, but we have to find it. We don't even know where it's at, the exact location. We have to literally convoy it. I'm driving it with night vision on. That shit is hard as fuck, dude. No way. I swear to God, because it's we use our black lights on our Humvees, so we can't use our our white lights because we're gonna get found. We you know we'll, we'll be found. So I, we cut out the black light. There's like a setting you have in your Humvee, and I'm driving with fucking night vision, going like five miles an hour, and I'm the one who's driving my fucking commander because I was the commander's driver. And you know he's trying to tell me where to go. And this dude's super country and he's funny as fuck, and he's just so like chill. Like he he never felt me like I never felt tense around him. So uh, he's like, oh shit, I think we passed it. Like all casual and shit, just joking around. Like oh, let's try to turn around or something. And he gets out talking to my first sergeant, and <laughs> my first sergeant is more of like a hard ass. You know, he's just like like a and like a listed soldier would be as a you know high ranking, and we finally find it. And it's like I said, it's a two story building and the, the, I get out cause we had a, um, uh, gather patrol. We had a actually set patrol around our Humvees and it was planned out. We planned this shit. I get out, I'm doing my perimeter and I hear a fucking black hawk coming like, and I'm like, oh shit, shit's getting real. Like I, I feel the wind from the black hawk. And the black hawk's coming and they fucking, the Navy seals, um, literally repel from the uh, like probably 20 30 feet up from top of the building they're repelling down as we're breaching in on the bottom and then there's like everybody's screaming you can't hear shit and you know you go in and you you do your fucking you know your movements that your tactical movements that you learned and then we're just firing fucking these shock rounds at these dudes these all four guys and they're fucking like you know everything's just going like you see the rounds going in the night vision the shit is wild and 
I, I just like me thinking personally, like, man, that's some crazy shit. And I, and that's just like, that was just a training exercise. You know, we go in there we, and they ended up leaving and we, um, I, we get, we, you know, we, we rendezvous with the, you know, the, the, the seals and we're looking for their equipment and you know, it's all, t- it's all training, but like imagining doing that in real life, mm-hmm. like these real enemies. Yeah. With real like bullets flying past your head. That's some real shit, dude. Like that is just fucking crazy to me. And that, that was just, tr- my adrenaline was through the fucking roof, you know? So I, I have the most respect for any special force unit or any infantry that, you know, is dealing with real life situations like that because it was set up in a way where it felt real. It was real training and like i will never forget that type of training because that was some legit shit and i will that's the shit i'll tell the people because it's like this is so cool you know and other than that and that you know from saying from a reservist you know i don't get this not a lot of reservists can say that to be honest with you that's true so no i had a that was that was a fun ass week i mean i will it was it was more laid back at the you know the end of the day but it was it was fucking awesome and you just, you do shit like that, you know, like it's just random training you do sometimes. And that's kind of how it was. They're like, we're going to attach to these Navy SEALs. There's only like 20, 30 of us. So, and we, you know, we just did that and we, you know, it was in Camp Atterbury. Yeah. So yeah, not too far from home, but it's just crazy, man. Like just shit like that. Well, sometimes it makes you feel further than you actually are depending on what you're doing. Oh dude. Anytime I went to the military, like even when I was at my reserve unit, dude, I felt like I was not like eons away from my fucking home. Like I just felt like you just feel so like disconnected from the world. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because it's unlike anything you see. On, yeah, on a day to day basis. Oh that, yeah, like many people don't even get to experience it. You know? Yeah, for sure. You know, military life is definitely a different lifestyle for people. I think anybody can adjust to it. Um, but if anybody is thinking about wanting to go to the military, or has had had a thought in it, I think it's good for you. At the end of the day, it, it teaches you. You know, it teaches you to be the, be responsible. Um, it it, it kind of wakes you up. For me, for me, it woke me up. You know, I, I was in more, a lot more immature before I went in and, you know, when I, while I was in, I did grow up more uh, as far as like, you know, taking care of my business, you know, and, and, you know, being responsible as like a young adult. So yeah, I mean, I had good times, man. It was, I, I hated it mostly, but (laughs) (laughs) overall, like I did enjoy some of it. There were some moments, but military in general, all military branches, it's hurry up and wait. Mm-hmm. That's literally what you do is you hurry up and do shit and then you wait for a long ass time to do shit very fast again. That's kind of how it's set up. It's a lot of bullshit to do. It's with, a man. lot. And it also sounds really cool, though. Like some, some of, of the. Oh, yeah. Some of it is definitely cool shit. Like yeah. One thing one thing I would say, though, for sure, is to anyone who would be interested in joining is to like not rush Go into to Japan. <laughs> well, that definitely go to Japan and get a soapy and get, yeah, go get your balls washed. <laughs> no, but just do your research as far as like what you want to do. Don't yeah. just rush into it like I did and get stuck with something that you hate. You know, yeah. I would definitely do your research. I mean, every MOS is as noble as the next one, you know? Yeah. So, you know, no matter what, depend. I don't, you know, if you want to do what you want to do, but I, right. I would definitely do your research. Yeah. Uh, which is funny you say that because a guy that I was in training with at basic, um, we were just talking about like, how, what made you join? And one of my guys, one of the, my buddies was like, I was smoking a J and I passed the armed forces. I was like, Hmm, let's check it out. And he just lit in <laughs> there and then cool. fucking went in. And yeah, he was, he was a really laid back dude. He was super chill. And he actually, I went to my A school with him, AIT school. And he like learned, he knows how to play guitar. He had like a, a band 
And this dude had like a good ass voice, man. He was really good. And he, we would just literally on the, on our, on the weekends and shit at AIT. Cause we had the weekends off there. We would sit out on our, our balconies and all like five or eight of us would be like playing instruments and just fucking chilling, you know? And one guy would play his guitar. Um, you know, those little beat makers, the ones you, what are those called? Like well, the meaty board. Like the it could meaty. be a soundboard. There's Chris was telling me there's different kinds yeah. of soundboards. Well, it has those like those square white buttons and it like yeah. it sound like yeah, like see like my keyboard that yeah has like a yeah the one called MIDI something yeah well one of us yeah one guy had that and he was making a sweet ass beat while he was playing guitar these I mean these some of these dudes were really good musicians man and it was it was always chill man it was always fun because you you have that bond with 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 people like that and we would we weren't allowed to drink in training on the weekends but we did. And speaking of that, I have a story um, how I almost got Article 15 because of that. Uh, I think I told you. What is an Article 15? It's like, what's the best way to explain Article 15? Is it? It's uh, deep more, shit. I don't know. It's, it's like is a discipline action. Because like I, I got NJP when I was in. I think that's what it's called, NJP and Article 15. Article 15. This is when you get, okay. It's like a write-up, but it's like. It's mine. My NJP was more serious. I don't have to go into detail, at least right now, before Marcus tells his story. I can tell it maybe after, but it's basically just when you get in trouble, when you really gotta you gotta fuck up. Yeah, and yeah. there's some punishment with that. Right? Yeah, it could it could be like you where you your your um like you can't go outside um or even like wear civilian clothes during certain during certain hours. Yeah. yeah. So like you, this is probably exactly what you're talking about. So Article 15s are considered non-judicial punishment under yeah, the USCMG. Yeah. Um. So Article 15s are a mechanism that allows the chain of command to punish a soldier for offenses under the UCMG without formally charging him or her at a court martial. Okay. Um, so it's not, it's not like it's like a military discipline. Like if you if you break a law of their laws, yeah, you know they'll discipline you however they like. Um, right. Yeah. So speaking of that, I don't want to. This story is fairly long, but I'm not. I'm gonna try to sum it up the best I can. Um, so I was in AIT. You know, we would do uh, our our PT in the morning. Um, we'd wake up at like nine or 10. We had like the second shift. So we'd wake up a little bit later and that sucked because the fucking heat was ridiculous. Um, and we did our, you know, um, actually going back, I'm sorry, I fucking skipped. But anyways, that weekend I turned 21 and my dumb ass drank on the weekend and I went with like four other dudes and they're like, I was like, uh, should we drink guys? And one of the guys was the PG. He was a platoon guy. He was like 30 some years old. He's like, fuck it. Let's do it, man. You're like, it's your birthday. It's 21st. We're at Hooters and shit. <laughs> and Hooters. Hooties. And then, you know, I tell you, we had a couple drinks, you know, and we had a good time and that, that was it. And I actually, we, we went back on base because we had to take taxis. None of us had cars at that time, obviously. And I, my dumb ass posted on Facebook. I posted, it feels nice to have a drink, buy your own drink at 21 or some oh, shit yeah, like that. Some shit like that where I posted it on Facebook. So I get back to the, to the barracks on base and everybody, you know, we're all on post and it's like nine, 10 o'clock at night. And we're all just, you know, walking around the barracks and, you know, people are out and stuff, you know, you just say, Hey, what's up to them? And I saw one of my sergeants and he looked fucked up. Like, by the way, like he looked like drunk or some shit. And he looked at me like weird. And I was like, how's it going start? <laughs> and he just like, how's it going, man? Like he just seems suspicious of me. Well, you know, whatever. Next next morning goes by and it's Monday and I wake up and I do my PT, you know, fast forwarding now, I'm going to do my PT. And after PT, one of the, I we're in formation and, you know, we break, we break for showers and, you know, shit like that to get dressed. And as I'm getting, as I'm, you know, walking towards my barracks, one of my sergeants is like, Hey Hopkins, come over here. I was like, yes, movie sergeant. And then I get over there, send parade rest, whatever, yada, yada, yada. He's like, uh, so how was your weekend? I was like, it was pretty good, actually. You know, I enjoyed it. He's like, okay. Uh, is there anything you want to tell me? 
I was like, uh, it was my birthday. <laughs> he's like, oh, well, happy birthday, man. And, you know, he's like, all right, well, uh, if you're not in time, man, you just go, go ahead and take a shower and get ready and stuff. And I was like, all right, go ahead and get ready. And then I'm thinking, thinking to myself, I, I asked my roommate, and I'm like, dude, do you think they saw my post or some shit? He's like, bro, did you delete it? I deleted it that morning before PT. So I didn't, you know, leave it on there that long. It was just overnight. Well, they had this setup, uh, I guess, like in a couple of weeks, we were allowed to go to Six Flags, but you had to sign up for it and you had to pay for it. Um, you only can go if you didn't have any disciplinary actions and you like pass all your shit. So I went to that, the sergeant's office to sign up to go. And it was the same sergeant that asked me that morning. And I go up in there and he's like, I sign it in. He's like, you sure you got nothing to tell me? He's like super casual about it though. He's like super chill, you know, like super nice and shit. Like, and I'm like, no, man, I'm like, no. I think for a minute, I'm like, should I tell him? Should I tell him? And I was like, nah, don't tell him. And so I didn't. He already knew. Oh, he knew from the start. Well, which I know he's like, point. yeah, he's, he's like, so, um, you know, all right, you're good. You're free to go. I was like, all right. So we go to, we go to our, uh, afternoon chow, which was at like four or five o'clock, by the way. Um, so we go there, eat and I'm eating and I'm fucking freaking out. I'm, I'm telling my, my buddies, like, do you think they fucking found out? He's like, dude, you're fucked. You're so, they're like making me feel even worse. You know, like military shit. They're just like, you're fucked, dude. You're going to get Argo 15. You're going to stay here forever. Cause if you get Argo 15, you have to stay beyond that, uh, beyond your graduation date until they, they issue that article 15 and they might hold that shit over your head. So you could be there for like, I, I saw a guy that was there for like a, like a year cause he had article 15. That's prison. Yeah, dude. You, and are people that get hurt and shit. So I go in there and uh, I'm in, uh, I, I, I'm walking out of chow and shit. And then this uh, other Sergeant who's a, she was a female. So she was like, you know, she was very hard, hard ass. Mm-hmm. You know, she, in a sense, had to prove her, prove something, it seemed like, you yeah. know? So she was like, Hopkins, meet me outside and bring a battle buddy with you. And like, very aggressively. And I'm like, fuck. And I get one of my buddies. I'm like, dude, I'm fucked. Like, I tell him, like, I'm fucked. He's like, dude, what'd you do? I was like, you're about to find out. So I go up there and I'm, I'm outside, you know, outside the, the chow hall. And she's like, first thing that she tells me is she fucking ra- reads my fucking rights. Like, I'm getting arrested. And my heart immediately sunk to my fucking ass cheeks, dude. I was freaked <laughs> out, dude. I was so, I was shaking. Ass That's cheeks? how, yeah, dude, ass cheeks, both of them. I was, I was literally shaking and just so fucking scared of what was going to happen. Cause you know, when you, you, you read your rights, the first thing you think of is you're getting arrested. Really? I would just be like, cool. Thank you. Oh, I didn't know. Thanks. I didn't know. Right. It's good to know. Well, I appreciate it. <laughs> good one. Free to go. <laughs> so she's like, you have the right to remain silent, blah, 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 all that shit. And she asked, what'd you do this weekend? Like, she's like, on my, like in my face, like, what'd you do this weekend? I was like, I don't know what to say. Like I was freaking out. And you know, I'm just like, I went out. I went to Hooters. I went to, yeah, I went out, <laughs> saw some tits. <laughs> uh, but he, another sergeant comes out of nowhere. And he's like, did you drink? I was like, yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> I was like, yes, I did. I was like, yes, I did. And he was like, all right, that's all we need to know. This fucking, the sergeant, the female sergeant literally pulled out a piece of paper on my Facebook page and circled the fucking posts I had. So they never had any valid evidence. They just had a status. That was it. So they just needed you to say it. They needed me to say it. That's all it was. Because if I kept if I kept with my word, I could have just said, you know, whatever. Like it's, it's just it wasn't mine. It's just because I just bought a drink for someone else. It wasn't because I was going to drink it. I could have, but I didn't think of that at the time. You know? Right. That's what, I, yeah, I feel. Like. I got caught red-handed, and I didn't, and I was too scared. You know. But after all that shit happened. 
it took three weeks for me to find out what, what was going to happen to me. And during those three weeks, I would, I was so depressed, dude. Like I, I didn't, like, I wasn't feeling it. I would always talk about it. My friends got annoyed by it. They're like, dude, shut the fuck up about it. Like you're going to find out. But like, I was just like, dude, I'm going to stay here longer. And I don't want to, man. I want to, I don't want to stay for a fucking year. has six months extra. Well, we had like a room, in, room inspection. And then, you know, he, uh, I, the same sergeant that asked me in the beginning, I uh, asked him, I was like, so like, is there any word on that? And he's like, well, we thought about it and you're about to graduate. And since, you know, you've been a squared away soldier since then, you know, I think phasing you down for punishment was, was suffice enough. Like phasing up and shit is like, you, you get granted access to go outside a base. You can dress in civilian clothes on the weekends. So that's all that was. So phasing down was, I can go to couldn't go out uh, off post on the weekends. I had to stay in uniform all the time, like my PTs. And he had fucking like roll call formations every two, three hours on the weekend. So you couldn't do shit. So I think that was, that was about it. But shit like that. Like just don't do anything stupid. When even like, if you're going to go to basic or just listen, all you got to do basic is actually the easiest thing you're going to do in your military career. Cause all you got to do is listen to what they tell you. I mean, that's it. That's literally it. How high are you right now? I'm good. I'm feeling great right now. It's coming down. I'm going to smoke again soon. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately after this. Yeah. I mean, but like the shit you see in the movies, that's always exaggerated, you know? Yeah. It, to some extent, you know, there are. It's usually always fucking wrong, too. Yeah. I've dude. watched so many like military movies. I'm like, that's not fucking right. Why is that guy looking like that? What is right. up with this? Why is he wearing this fucking cap inside? They never fucking get this shit right. No, that's like, it's not that hard because you can find someone that has been in the military. That's just so annoying. But. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what is your, I mean, what's your mindset now? Like looking back on the military, you know, and like just your experiences in general. I mean, I learned a lot. Uh, I really did. I think I'm way different now yeah. uh, than I was when I was in the military. Even like a, sh- a few years ago when I was yeah, like shortly out of the military, I was, I'm way different now, but looking back on it, I don't regret it at all. I definitely miss the, the people more than I miss the military itself. Like the people I met, the boys. Definitely. Miss my boys. That's like the big thing. I think it's like, um, your, your connections, yeah, the camaraderie, man. I just got so many memories with such good people and like for sure people I, you know, like you and I are like really good friends and I have a few other really good friends, but like those friends are just different, you know? Oh yeah, I understand. Like it's, it's a bond that is just special because it's, it's different from every other bond you have at home. So mm-hmm. you can never break those type of bonds with people. You know, you probably could easily contact them and it'd be cool, you know, you know, like you haven't seen them for fucking years, but. Like it was yesterday, last time you guys talked, is what it feels like. Right. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of shit that you know you, you fucking see on TV or what you think your impressions are always fucking exaggerated, they're never the same. And I think, you know, I mean, I'm just trying to think, you know, there's so many like you still have your GI Bill though. I was thinking about that, I haven't utilized it now. I mean, it's, it's know, good you know, for like some, but it's good for 30 years though. Yeah, right. I was gonna ask about that, like the benefits afterwards. Yeah. Like you can go to school basically for free, depending on what type of GI Bill. Like mine is different because I was in reserve. I think it would pay enough to get like your associates, maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, I think for you, you could probably get your bachelor's, maybe. How much? Do you know how much it Dude, is? I don't. Was, I have. I used to know, but I, I, I could tell know. you. <laughs> I, I really know. did many years ago, but I don't. Uh, well, you should still take advantage of it. it was like someday. five years ago. Yeah, I, I should. Because really it's should. it's a it's an opportunity that a lot of people don't you know yeah. unfortunately get. That's the reason so. I don't want to go back to school. Yeah, because it's I expensive. For it. yeah. You know, and yes. you can even do it part time. Dude, my dad he lived off his GI Bill for a minute. He told me he literally went to school and he got student loans and the GI Bill money he would get he would pay to help support you know his his lifestyle and you know support me and everything. So 
Yeah, I mean, it's you can use it in ways where you can use it for other things. You know, it's a, it's like I think I told you that like a couple of years ago about it, but yeah, I mean, it just depends on how you utilize anything the military gives you because they use you. That's for damn sure. Straight up, they're gonna they're gonna fucking use you regardless. So you're gonna you you gotta suck them dry as much <laughs> as possible. Um, but yeah, like military is just it's good times, man. But also shitty times. But also good times. Good times. But I mean, also shitty times. <laughs> I feel but like we're running out. I feel well. like we're running out of what to talk about now. <laughs> no, I have like I don't know. I have another other, a few other stories. I guess I could tell and like different things. But I just wanted to know if Courtney had any other like words of insight or like questions or anything. Not really. I think I asked them like mm-hmm. throughout. It's kind of hard to like dissect everything. Like it in really the military. is. Yeah. Um, um, is. But you know, overall, like you know, there's there's so many others. I mean, there's so many stories I can just think of. But yeah. I don't want to keep like telling hear, stories. I just want to tell one more story. No, go for it. Since yeah, I've been talking about it up before you said it. Yeah, I've been talking. So let's. I just I can tell how I got in trouble. Oh yeah, yeah. How I got. That's in a good JP. story. Yeah, mine's pretty rough. <laughs> so, uh, <coughs> obviously, no. So yeah, your shit's some real shit. Mine was pussy shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up. I had just gotten promoted to corporal, which is one below a sergeant, and I was pretty right. stoked about That's it. That's good, man. And um, I had just got promoted to, and I uh, ended up going out to the uh, on base like club bar slash thingy whatever. And I got pretty fucked up as per usual. Right. And then, uh, weekend. <laughs> and I remember the, the place was closing on base, on, on base club. It was, it had to close. And I went out to the smoke pit Yeah. and two of my sergeants were there, which was fucking weird. They're like, never there. Right. And they're like, Oh, Hey, Corporal Barry, like what's going on? Yeah, you know so you're I mean? one like, of us now, bitch. Basically that's <laughs> how it felt. I was like, yo, fuck. And I was pretty shit, like shit faced at this point right. already. Um, and they're like, hey, man, we're about to go off, we, which it was past curfew or some shit yeah. or about to be curfew. Right. Which one of the two? They're like, wait, we're about to go off base to one of the, to one of the clubs downtown or some shit. You want to come? And I was like, <laughs> I thought I was good because I was with two sergeants. Right, bro. right. I was they like, would take the hit. Like, exactly. Or they would prevent a hit from happening at all. Like, right, right. Smooth sailing. I'm going to get fucked up. It's going to be awesome. Right. Dude, the last thing I remember was walking into the fucking, the first building. <laughs> oh my God. That was the last thing. I blacked out hard, dude. Oh, the next man. thing I remember, apparently what had happened, um, we were pulling up to the gate. We were all in a honcho. Okay. And I, I was in the back seat with one of the sergeants. The, my other one was in the first, in the front seat. Mm-hmm. And apparently the guy, the sergeant I was with in the back seat was just as fucked up as I was. And as we were pulling up to the gate to get our IDs checked or whatever, we started fucking fist fighting. I have no idea why. Obviously, I was blacked out. I, I can't remember if they even told me why, mm-hmm. but we ended up getting fist. We ended up fist fighting in the back seat Jesus. as we were getting our shit checked. And then he fucked me up, dude. My nose was bleeding. I was like all fucked up. Damn. And uh, the, I think then MP saw us because the, our honcho called the on base MPs, like mm-hmm. the military police. A honcho. What is a honcho, by the it's way? Taxi. I it's mentioned taxi. That. He said oh, that. Oh, yeah. That's right. silly. I'm but, sorry. Yeah. I've been talking so much. I can't remember. And the next thing I remember is getting doing a breathalyzer in like little military police hut whatever the fuck I was in yeah I was doing a breathalyzer and I think I blew like a point three. holy shit dude. or like a three point which one is like is three point even possible or is it always no it's three? point yeah so point three is or point zero or something yeah and I was fucked that's really bad and they tried coming up with like this one of the sergeants that it was the one who kicked my ass <laughs> tried coming in my room telling me like this story that we're gonna tell everyone so that we don't get fucked he's like <laughs> we're gonna tell them that there was another guy in the honcho that you got in a fight with and he just just stormed off and like bad idea. Yeah. And at first I was like, dude, that's like the only way. I was thinking about it in my head. And when I actually got that day when they called me out about it, 
like I went to talk to my staff sergeant, whatever. And he was like, look, man, after I told him, cause I did tell him that story at first. And he was like, come on. He's like, is this really how you want to do this? And I started thinking about it. He's just like, kind of like, like, you know, you're better than that type. Right. Shit. Right. And so I was like, all right. And I told him the truth and I didn't get as fucked as bad as those sergeants did, which mm-hmm. is good. Right, I still they're, got they're, fucked, but they're right. the ones who like, they fucked up in reality. You know, they took. The oh, game. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I got, I kept, I got to keep my rank, but I had to like do that. Like, I don't even know how many months it was where I like had to check in with the, on like in the barracks duty, I had yeah. to check in with them all the time. I couldn't drink anymore. Obviously people, if I don't even think drinking off base, I think that was like off limits. restricted off limits after yeah. my incident happened. Oh, oh dude, wow. you fucked everybody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, That's I mean, it's some do. crazy shit, but I learned, I can't even say I learned my lesson, but I never did some shit like that again. <laughs> right. Yeah. At least be with people like that, you know? Yeah, it was fucking crazy. Damn. That's, I mean, I can only imagine, you know, cause I think you told me that story a while ago and just thinking about it is just, <laughs> man, you blacked the fuck out. I don't even know how you got oh, home. Man. <laughs> crazy yeah, shit like that. I mean, there's always crazy stories, man. There's, I mean, there, I just a plethora of stories that you know other military members have and just it's just a lot of you see a lot of professionalism as a civilian Mm -hmm. and you think it's all squared away and you know put together which it is you know it definitely is 100 but you know they party hard as fuck i mean military dudes party hard no matter what branch you're in i just think the weekends are the nightlife is for sure. You know, it's always drinking, hundred percent. Yeah, there was there was never a question. It's like, hey, what, what we got going on this weekend? Yeah, like, we know. know we're getting fucked up somewhere. Those. Somewhere, somewhere, somehow, we're getting fucked up. I do have a not so funny story. It's it's funny, but not. It's here. It doesn't have to be funny. It's yeah, kind of it's kind of dumb. Let's hear that shit. You guys, I was never in it, but we did work for USA. Right. And their military. Right, right. Yeah. So there were certain things in training that they didn't tell us, such um, as Colonel. Yeah, is spelled not how it sounds at all. C O L. It's like C O L O. Yeah. The first time I took a call from a colonel. Oh my god! I called them colonel. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, colonel. Yeah, colonel, sir. He didn't even. The person didn't react at all. But when I got off the phone call, like I'm thinking, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's a good call, whatever. And the the people around me were like laughing. They're like Courtney. Like, are you that fucking dumb? I was like, they didn't, teach us, they didn't teach us that in training. Like, how the fuck am I supposed to know, you know? I mean, yeah, I know what you mean by that. What other words are spelled weird and sound different? Knife. <laughs> you said knife? That's a silent K, dude. <laughs> but yeah. Well, so is the L in Colonel. At least not the one at the end. True. Well, it's spelled colonel. Like, for real. Colonel. Like, they're, they're not. I'm sorry, calling you colonel. Even close. Like, how is it? I don't know. It just makes no sense to me. I honestly always thought it was a little weird that they suggested 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 <laughs> that you even call them by their rank yeah because like that's usually like you do well, that amongst yourselves when you're in the military i've yeah. never heard of like well if you have i don't want to call my insurance company and they're like yes corporal barry we have your policy right here I was like yeah I don't well, do it's just because you know it's a it's it was, a military insurance yeah. and right. most people that have the insurance are active military members or have been and like to be addressed in that yeah. such matter just because if you're really high rank and you've been just imagine though being well, used to being called colonel or corporal i mean they no, thought colonel, it was a captain. sign of a sign of respect and it is right. a sign of yeah. respect or you call them sir or ma'am you know it, it's not yeah. a big difference they don't usually officers at least the officers that i knew in my unit were really cool like most of them were not all but you know you have your 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 chill guys and the ones that were like assholes were all the sergeants and shit or douchebags you know I'm not saying everybody's a douchebag, but there aren't just douchebags in the world, period. But I feel like in the military, it's a different environment because there were, I would have a sergeant 
our staff sergeant that was just, oh my God, like he would make me do dumb shit for no reason. We went to a fucking training exercise out in these fucking power plants somewhere and we had to stay the night there. We sl- I slept on fucking concrete. That shit hurt, fucked my back up for so long. But after we were done with our training, since I was under him, he made me fucking sneak around. Like they set up a campsite, all the rest of my company. He made, he's like, Hopkins, come with me. I was like, all right, dude, this is the dumb shit we would do. And he would make me do. We would, we literally snuck around their camp base, went around, like went through these woods. I was all dirty and wet and shit after it. And we get to a site where we can see them, but they can't see us. He's like, all right, do you know what a sit rep report is? I was like, uh, is when you identify your enemy and what they have, blah, blah, blah. So I'm telling them like the enemies and you know, they have two Humvees and so how many, so weapons and, and everybody else is laughing at the campsite, just enjoying the time that we have off. And he's making me do this dumb shit, like extra, extra shit. And that's the time. And he was a nurse at like, you know, so I feel like he's getting told was what to do. Registered nurse, I guess. <laughs> but I'm just saying like, just, I'm, I'm not knocking a nurse, but right, right. he would, he would be, you know, he would, do his job, you know, and it, which is a good job, you know, you're saving people and you, you know, whatever you're doing all that stuff. And, but he, you know, he's probably told what to do all the time. So when he has some power, he fucking abused it. Cause I wasn't the only one he did dumb shit like that too. And, and like shit like that, man, I just, that's just not my personality. Like I don't get into that shit. Like I'll, I'll do it cause I have to, but like me personally, I think that's fucking a corny as fuck. Like it's, it's a waste of time. I mean, when am I going to be in a position where I got to do a sit rep report? Like, I'm gonna ask you. Doing, I'm gonna ask you doing what? Sir, yes, sir. Oh, why'd you say that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Corporal Barry. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> it's Soapy Barry. Soapy Barry. Oh, <laughs> I did want to ask you, Sebastian, about the soapies. Did you ever have the same soapy twice? No, always different. Very, uh, dude. Very surprising too. I was surprised that I never got you the went same. there a lot. Yeah, even the same place. <laughs> you can't I, even I count. went there every every day. Oh. oh. Closing time, boss. All right. You know where I'll be. <laughs> Mr. Barry, nice to see you again. Nice to see you. <laughs> the regular. <Yeah. laughs> like, <laughs> Would you like the, the regular Barry, Mr. Barry? But yeah. No, I never had the same one twice, though. That's funny. How many? Can you count how many times you even went? I'd rather not, but uh, over, no. Over five? Well, it was only like maybe like a month or two long duration. I am not even talking about every weekend, but like I, after like over a couple months well, of like probably visiting. pretty pricey. No, not not necessarily to be honest. Not when you don't have bills. True. Right, I didn't have a fucking. So thing your money would just pay. go straight to whatever. Dude, Soapies. my money, Soapies. my money was primarily clothes, liquor, food, obviously <laughs> alcohol, and soapies. That seems like a nice life for a nice young twenty-year-old. Surprisingly for- depressing after all. <laughs> I can imagine because everybody, you know, thinks that having sex with people is so cool and shit. But like when it's when you're not having. When you're not building a relationship with somebody, it's it's meaningless. Yeah, no, it I, does. It, I mean, it definitely is. And and I think another question I wanted to ask you, Sebastian, because for me, I never dealt with this. Um, but you you obviously did. You know, you were away from home for you know the duration of your time, and I know that affected you. But like going coming from someone that has been in the military such as yourself and you've been away from home what was like that dynamic like for you knowing that all your family and friends are back home and you were away you know like how did you cope with that stuff other than the distractions you've already listed honestly at first i didn't have a way of coping with it at all i would just be fucking miserable sad in the beginning i would like facetime my parents and shit sometimes and dude i was like I don't, I was like, I, I remember telling him, I was like, I don't even want a fucking friend right now. Like I, I just yeah. was like in a weird state. 
But then the people you meet out there like they really help because they're all going through the, the same, same exact thing. shit. They're exactly. away from everyone, just like you are, you know. But right. So it's really just the people you're with, your friends, honestly, and then just like getting out with your friends and experiencing Okinawa for more for more than it is than than just like just the night bars and right. Yeah. If you actually go out and explore, it's fucking beautiful. It's, it? it's so amazing. Well, they have out like there. this like a, an island with mountains on it, basically. I would go back in a second. Yeah. no question about it. Yeah, I would love to. I would love to go. I wonder if, I wonder if flights are cheap now in COVID. Dude, yeah. dude, uh, fucking there and back flight would be like maybe like twelve hundred. That's not bad though. Maybe less. I don't know. And no, because it's, it's like the furthest point away. Well, uh, yeah, from where, where we go. From where we are. <laughs> oh yeah, that flight's long as fuck. Don't yeah, I bet, man. I, I bet that flight was fucking miserable for you though. I watched so many movies on that flight, dude. <laughs> it's got to be what a day, maybe. It's like I want to say like thirteen hours. Yeah, it's half a day. I was stretching it yeah. out a little bit, but yeah, I just want to know because I know some people deal with it differently, mm-hmm. you know. And obviously, you weren't married, so you couldn't have your white. Well, within married couples. Um, were they allowed to have their significant other overseas? Yeah. Like in an in a established military base? Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. I didn't. Oh, yeah, you're right. Like if you go to like the base that a lot of like in the army that is overseas, that everybody wants to go is Germany. You know, is there a military base in Germany for the Marines? I'm sure there is. Probably. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to doubt it. But I just know army, you know, that was like what everybody talked about was Germany, you know. And how fucking amazing it is. And just, you have to go if you want, you know, if you have the opportunity, you never, you know, always try to go, you know, so stuff like that. I mean, obviously you were, you were actually deployed because you said you almost got deployed, right? Almost. But like it was to the Philippines is when that like right. huge hurricane or some shit. So you're like re- help, like relief help yeah. basically. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and I was supposed to deploy out there to like just help clean up and service in any way that we, I don't even know exactly what we would have been doing. Yeah. But just go in there and do it. Well, how come I didn't? The only reason go I didn't through. go is because I was scheduled for leave. Oh, yeah. You kind of, in a sense, and they replaced out, me. maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I actually was like, I was like in the middle as far as, far as like if I, that, you know, if I even really wanted to go or if I just right. wanted to go home because it had been like a year and eight months before I'd been home. Yeah. It would be a and long like, time. Fuck. I just remember you would come home because. At that time, I was in the military, too, you know, and I remember you would come home and we didn't mention this on the last podcast, but like how you would be like it would like I felt like you were Sebastian, but like it was only half of you. Like, I didn't feel like you weren't all there. You know, it wasn't the same Sebastian I knew before you left. At least, dude, that it did change you, bro. It 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 took me a long time. I feel like only now am I really like me. I agree. Like it took me a long and I blame a lot of it on me drinking alcohol. Yeah, dude, drinking like did not help at all. Well, well, Courtney's told me the before, you know, like drinking or any, you know, sort of drug that kind of uh, eliminates your feelings, like it gets you numb. I mean, you you still have feelings, yeah, yeah, but you you can't work through them. Right, it's harder for you to to deal with your emotions. Yeah, so you're you're avoiding all the time, basically. Which I should have said in the podcast. But I was, I was I just thinking, we could have brought this up on the last yeah. one. I know I did talk. There's a lot of stuff I felt like yeah, we, we should do. And that's another thing. Real quick, before I, because I kind of was been thinking about it since the last one. <coughs> Excuse me. And there's just one thing I, I, I wish I would have said in the last one, but I, since it got brought up, which I didn't expect it to, but since it did, I would like, there's one thing I did want to say, just leading back to the last topic of depression and everything that, at least my personal experience with it. I just wanted to give a shout out to anyone who might have been listening that was there for me. Like my parents mm-hmm. specifically, like just everyone who had supported me or done anything, you know, during my uh, 
at least my last couple months with Kelly and everything, anyone who's been, anyone who's ever been there for me and like has stuck with me by my side during everything, through my, through my tough years and everything. And even now I just, I would want everyone to know that I appreciate that. That's awesome. Yeah. You're definitely, uh, and you will only know this if you listen to an hour and 18 minutes. (laughs) So you have to listen (laughs) to the very gratification. If you have, then I I appreciate you you even more. (laughs) And you deserve it because you're a true friend, our family. You're not taken for granted. (laughs) I love you. No, I'm just, I'm just joking. But yeah, seriously, you know, that's, that's awesome, man. Cause that's the biggest thing is, is a support system for anybody going through anything. And, you know, being in the military, being so far away from home, I, I can only imagine, dude, because I mean, I was only gone for eight months and I was only in Georgia, bro. And I felt like I I was homesick, too. You know, I wanted to see my fa- my family and my friends and just be in that home environment. But then when you when it comes down to it, you miss nothing. Like you literally yeah. miss nothing. Everything's the same. Is still the same. And yeah. And you, you, then you get back in the same mold. It's like, fuck. I kind of have that feeling of like going, being free in a sense, you know, going on your own, your own, you know, fucking path and, you know, doing what you need to do. So you're not missing much, you know, you never did, honestly. I mean, you miss moments in here and there, especially like for me, you know, like, you know, being with my friends and stuff like that, you know, you miss those type of moments, but they're just temporary. And like, you know, we know at the end of the day, you're still our boy, you know, you're still our best friend too. So it was never anything that you truly, truly miss, you know? It was just time, you know, away from people and that it definitely gets to you. But I don't know if you want to bring this up, but correlating to the first podcast, how was it having a relationship in the military being overseas? You motherfucker. <laughs> how good you dude. <laughs> I'm not no how I'm not saying you, you? you don't have to bring up what what happened. You can just say the So like how it works. Like I guess uh, without trying to make myself sound like I didn't fuck up because I did. Well, I'm not, gonna, go I'm not going to, but yeah, you don't have to go to those. It's details. definitely hard, man. Long. It's the hardest thing because I, I remember I didn't like, dude, I like missed holding hands, like not having any kind of physical communicate or like touch, touch. with anyone for mm-hmm. so long. Like you, that's why you, you go to selfies. You yearn for it. That's why you get the like, selfies. <laughs> dude, that only helps for so long, man. Yeah. You just want to like fucking hold hands and like cuddle for like a little bit. Yeah. It's yeah. Like intimacy. Intimacy, man. Like yeah. you miss that shit. Not having it for so long is really hard, especially when you have someone at home that you know you could have it with. Right. Like the first sign of anything, you, you're like immediately drawn to it. And it's hard to resist. And like long distance relationships, if anybody who's ever pulled it off successfully, I got to give it to them. It's yeah. Great. Especially for like married couples too, you know, that you know, the, the, the husband or the wife are overseas for a year, year and a half, you know, that that's fucking not, not fucking easy. Like right. it's, it's probably one of the hardest things you can do, you know, yeah. being in the military and it's like a sacrifice. You're sacrificing your own personal life as well. You know, the, being with someone in the military, cause you're right. sacrificing that, that intimacy with someone else. You know, you're not, you're, you're taking your, your time to be with someone else that is in the military. And, you know, there's, you know, obviously you didn't bring up anything, which I'm glad you didn't, but you know, there's, everybody has their issues and shit happens, you know, and you learn from your mistakes and that's the best thing you can do as a, as a human is if you fuck up, learn from your mistakes, you know, don't make those same mistakes again. You know, that's the best thing that you can do because we're never, we're never going to be perfect. And that's, everybody should know that, but you know, we're all, we're always going to make mistakes, but you can always come back from them all the time. One hundo. One hundo percentos. And 
you know, I don't know. We kind of just kind of went off. Like, I really don't understand where we were going to go with this. I just felt I like we told a lot of stories. <laughs> well, that's really all I had yeah. for this topic. It was really just, I have, I, I do, I still have like a handful of stories I could tell right now, but I don't really necessarily want to. We can even do a it's part, we can do a part two with a lot of these. Yeah. It depends on how the reception, because, <laughs> you know, this podcast was more of a laid back one. You know, it wasn't as tense as far as we touched a lot of touchy subjects, more like anxiety and depression, because everybody is, you know, like if someone has a serious, you know, medical condition that involves anxiety or depression, we can't be the ones to tell you mm-hmm. otherwise. You know, we we're, we don't have that place, you know, and, you know, a lot of the stuff we said, I don't know if I maybe cross some boundaries with people because I kind of I don't know if I didn't I'm going to I didn't want to make light or a joke of anxiety or depression because it is a real thing. I don't think I don't know. I'm just saying like if someone interpreted it like that, you know, well, if that's how they interpret it, then so be it, man. Everybody's going to take this differently. Oh, yeah, I know. I just don't we don't mean anything bad by it. Well, as long that's as it. you can clarify that now. And I think whoever listens from here on out knows that that. Yeah, definitely. You know, and, you know, the. The shit we come out with is always going to be different. You know, it's never going to be the same, but our next episode is going to come out the 22nd. Um, and I don't know if we want to do what we, we said, because I'm trying to think, you know, as far as, cause you know, we want to kind of go into like the younger generation and like what has like entertainment done to their minds and shit. I mean, we could even talk about our experience as well too. We could discuss oh, yeah. like, yeah, we could do that. Yeah. I like that. It's just, you know, it's a lot of areas that we can hit. It's a very, Big target, you know what I'm saying? I'm very impressionable when it comes to that, to be honest with you, so. Okay, well, we can definitely definitely. do that. Okay, I can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But if Corny doesn't have anything else, which, do you have any other questions, concerns, or comments? closure. Um, Did you learn anything? Yeah, I didn't know about your one story where they did the setup thing, I don't know what to call it. Oh, the no, I was with the seals and shit. Yeah, I thought I told you that, but based off all these stories, would you consider the, consider military, the military if you were 20 or not 18? Why can't I do it now? No, I'm just saying, how about both? Know. Would you consider no. doing it now, or would you like what would you tell you if you could go back in time and tell your 18 your year old self, like, hey, about, I think you know, I, I probably would because I know there's a lot of benefits to doing it as far yeah. as like building yeah. yourself and. I just think it would be like another personal test for yeah. myself to see what I can endure, kind of. Right. And it's only temporary. You know, if you don't like it, you have, yeah. you know, like four years left to deal yeah. with it. <laughs> or you could go AWOL. I can't oh, say. Or AWOL. You possibly did, go to prison. I did think it was more of like a permanent thing. Like once you're in, you're in forever type shit. No, know, it's not like a fucking blood <laughs> sacrifice you have to do. Like, you're yeah. like a blood game. in, blood like, out. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't <laughs> really know what I thought about it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I've just learned things about it. And yeah. Well, I don't think the... I don't like the entertainment world. I don't think they perceive the military the way they should all the time. Mm-hmm. Like there are movies that come out that are very, you know, I would say pretty, pretty accurate. You know, like we fucking watched Jarhead and the other like few, like a couple months ago, and I I always like that movie. You know, there's I'm trying to think of movies that are did like well, Full Metal Jacket was it, it just takes it to another degree though. You know, and one of the reasons why I say I would do it is because it. It sounds cool, like some of the experiences that you guys had and traveling, like you went to Japan, right? And I'm mean, having those experiences and and for sure that ability to do that is pretty cool. I mean, I know that that's not always going to happen for everybody, right. but 
Well, some people get in and stay in, you know, they make it a career because yeah. they love it. I mean, my brother's in the Navy and my my cousin's in the Air Force. I come from a very wide military background, though. My family, my dad was in, my aunt was in, my uncle, my grandfather. Uh, my mom was around military because my grandfather, obviously, my cousin, my brother. I mean, I just countless people that I can you name. You just named off the same people twice. <laughs> Who? This is my cousin, my brother. No, I my just said. No, I was just naming cousin, again. Brother, my cousin, cousin, brother, dad, uncle, grandma, also my cousin, my brother as well. Yeah, did I say my cousin and brother? And my no, other cousin, you my did other say brother. your cousin and your brother. Oh, brother. I said my brother and cousin, not my cousin and brother. No, it's your cousin and your brother. My cousin and brother. Yeah, your brother okay. cousin. Yeah, they're both blood in blood out, bro. It's the same person. Yep, exactly. Anyways. Cousins and brothers, man. Man, y'all tripping, man. Why y'all making fun of me? <laughs> Always getting mad about my pictures. Don't think they're the best. That was you. <laughs> I'm self-conscious, all right? Well, don't ask I want perfection. I want Sebastian to love it. Like he said, I your picture. It. I know it. <laughs> I, re- I reacted to her. I was like, holy yeah, shit, dude. this is off the yeah, this fucking is, Dude, I want, a, I want a fucking shirt. I want a fucking shirt. You should make that into a shirt. Can I get ahead of this? Well, if, you guys, this? if you guys don't know, you should because I posted it on our Instagram page and our Facebook page. Those three Check pictures. Check that shit out. Check them out. That's our kind of artwork concept. We kind of, you know, we're, we'll come out with stuff like that. We do want to make a, you know, we, we do thank everybody that has listened and took the time out of their day to spend, you know, 20 minutes, maybe 15 minutes just to listen to us. And if you don't like it, whatever, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, we want to keep pushing out content, you know, as frequently, frequently, frequently as possible. And you know, keep it steady, you know, cause at the end of the day, you know, we want to get better at this and that's only what we're going to do is just, just keep getting better and better and better. And if anybody has suggestions, you know, you can, you can, you can message us. If you have a topic that you might want to hear, you can message us. You know, you might want to hear, we can dig deep into that, do our research, uh, maybe say our point of views and experiences if it relates and, you know, just keep moving. You know, that's kind of what we want to do and bring the best content as possible to everybody. So, other than that, um, do we have any other you guys got any other comments or closing statements for this? Uh, only that I uh, I like that you said that. I think um, you know if anything, if anybody resonates with anything that we've said in any of these podcasts, if you like actually do regularly like listen to us, yeah. which would be fucking cool. Right. But if there's anything specifically that popped out or that resonates with you, maybe just even message us and ask us some questions about them. Like maybe we can even do like a Q and A sometime down the line. We can yeah. you know you know, anything like that. If there's anything, any kind of further information or anything that you'd like to discuss, definitely let us know. Yeah. I mean, I know we're not fucking celebrities or nothing. Not and even fucking might, close. Not even close. No, I'm just saying, cause you know, a lot of people don't give a fuck and that's fine. You know, I don't really care about that. And like we sp- spoke I of, give a fuck. <laughs> well, I'm talking I to my mom specifically. Hey mom, <laughs> yeah. when you're listening to this, if you have any suggestions, Heather, let us know, please. <laughs> mom and dad, if you have any suggestions, let them know. Uh, your, your, your sisters, Courtney, let them, yeah. you know, let us know. <laughs> that's like the, our only audience right now. <laughs> when you let your friend's grandma listen to this. Yeah. Let her know. Let her know. She can follow us on Instagram. Yeah, follow us on Instagram at FM Pure Podcast. Our Facebook page at FM Pure Podcast. Eventually, we will come out with a YouTube channel and we will record us. And, you know, that'll be a whole nother dynamic. And we would love, love, love to do that. So uh, we're going to keep it pushing and we're going to stay FM Pure, baby. That's what we're going to do. Fucking cute. Let's wrap her, babe. All right, guys. Peace. Every day. We rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. 
If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.